0: We're all very familiar with the migration and the uh, emigration to Australia, the UK, Canada and the US. All English-speaking countries. But there was a large migration predominantly from Langford-Westmeath but also from other parts of the country from Wexford, Clare uh, to Argentina. And there is a strong relationship and a long history between the two countries. And uh, Diego Carmody is with me. Diego also goes under. That's that's the Irish portion of the name, but it's Diego Carmody Kaplan. Uh, Diego, thanks, William, for coming along.
1: Oh, thank you for the invite. Uh, I'm delighted to tell you the story of the family and uh, of uh, some of the Irish that came to Argentina. It's lovely. I'd like to start with a, a short poem written by Peter Carmody who would have been an uncle of my grandfather, because it tells a little bit why they went to Argentina, and this is called Praise of Movin. Farewell, dear Claire, my blessings share, with love from one dear spot. Tis in the West that I love best, this near Cilquí, but from me, this darling old Movin. I left my home some years ago, to cross the ocean foam to seek a better living than the one I had at home. I came to South America. Strange faces I had seen, but still I could not compare them to the girls of Old The city of Buenos Aires is both gay and grand, and pleasant faces I had seen, with many a good glove hand, gold bracelets on their wrists, and they dress like a queen. But still, I could not compare them to the lassies in Old Movin. The principal stock that's here is sheep, and cattle are but few. The land is rich and very flat as far as the eye can view. But I can witness upon this level land, which is so lush and green, it will never be as romantic as those girls in Old Mobile. I saddle my horse when I like and dress out neat and clean, yet I'm not as content as when I was in Movinia. So now, to conclude and finish, although not well put down, I, being a bad grammarian, do look to me with a frown, for I hope some future day, when times they are serene, to enjoy one more walk in far-off old Movinia. That's written by Peter Carmody.
0: Diego, when was that written?
1: He went to Argentina in 1870. Seven out of ten brothers and sisters went to Argentina. Three so remained. Peter Carmody wrote this 1880, probably. Yeah, 1880, 18, 1885. Because he was a few years in, in, in Argentina. And, and, and one of the verses said, why they went to Argentina to seek a better living than the one they had at home. So imagine this was post-famine. So I imagine there was no work, no chances, and that brings you to to think of changing your destiny. You know, the same way years later I decided to come here because the life of an immigrant is difficult. It's very, very, very difficult. What you leave behind is. Still more difficult. So you always have a hope and Argentina was a hope in those days for immigrants and as is Ireland today uh, hope for immigration. But no?
0: well, Diego, what puzzles me to some degree is, as I said, you know, the Irish traditionally would have gone to maybe Australia, the UK, Canada, the US, all of which are English-speaking countries. So for a family to emigrate, and it was nearly that the family emigrated from West Clare to Argentina, a Spanish-speaking country. There must have been something that brought them there in the sense of a a previous relative or or someone from the same area.
1: Well, yes, of course. So, first of all, it was a Catholic country. So, the only barrier, or the biggest barrier, was language. But other than that, there was work. So there was a chance to make money because they went on thirds. As the the, the verse says in this poem, that the principal stock that's here is sheep, and cattle are but few. So in those days, it was a, a sheep country. Then it changed. They went on thirds, meaning that for every third lamb that was born, was for the worker, let's say, for the shepherd. And they were allowed to keep their little flock in the same land. And then when the flock was big enough, they went independent, they rented land, and then they bought land. That was the system. There were two people that were very influential, and one was Father Anthony packing And he was a hero, a super friend of the Irish, was Irish, of course. He was a friend of uh, Mr. Armstrong, who was a Protestant and a banker. And he would intercede, uh, Father Packy, introduce the shepherds to Mr. Armstrong to get the loans, and that's how they started, uh, well, tr- trying to get them to get married and keep them Christians and helping them spiritually. But it was the biggest leader from the Irish community.
0: Uh, Diego, like, my experience of some communities that immigrate, for example, into Canada, who have come en masse, like, the Italian community tended to. Stay quite close together and still speak Italian. Likewise, some of the Hungarian community and others who have immigrated tended to go to the same place and, in a sense, establish themselves as a community speaking their own language. Did that happen with the Irish, or was it a case of that there was fairly quick integration?
1: See, it's very interesting. Yes, they kept the language and they were close. So, for example, my mother married my, my father, who was of uh, Eastern Europe descent. But I have uh, other aunts that married Irish descent. For, for example, my auntie Sheila married Collins. My auntie Ina married uh, Bell. My uncle Bell. Auntie Gemma married Shamus Ballastee. My auntie Eta married uh, Tom Cummins. My mother would have been 100 years old now. No? Uh, and to my mother's generation, they kind of kept the marriages in the community. But little by little, that has changed. And, uh, you know, uh, times change, of course, everywhere.
0: Diego, what brought you then to Ireland?
1: I first came with my brother, Paddy, first of all, we were brought up at home in a very Irish uh, way, in, with all the Irish customs, starting from faith, religion, the language. Uh, we spoke English or Spanglish <laughs> at home. And then the, the music, plum puddings for Christmas and, and, and uh, Easter, and uh, so very, very Irish. So very proud. Uh, we came with my brother Paddy to work in a gas pipeline uh, from Kinsale to Dublin in 1982. And then we worked here for a few months and we went back to Argentina. And in 2001, there was a huge economic, uh, social and financial and political trouble in Argentina my wife started asking (laughs) or saying "Dio, why why don't we go to Europe why don't we go to Europe and uh, eventually I give give in and uh, I said okay we'll go to Europe but uh, we'll go to Ireland to Ireland why Ireland she was thinking of Spain or, or France or Italy no, in her idea. <laughs> we're going. If we go, we're going to Ireland. Why Ireland? she said because of the people. And now she's the strongest supporter that Ireland can have. She loves it entirely. I had a good job in Argentina, but but the situation was very bad, very very bad. And we didn't see a future. It got better then while we were here but now it's bad again and then it's trying to get better but it's it's bad. So that that's what uh, brought us to, to Ireland again.
0: Diego, I I'm, I'm sure you have connected with your West Clare relatives.
1: Yes, 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 of course. Uh, we have uh, a first cousin of uh, my mother that's Maureen McMahon. She lives uh, near Kilkee as well. And then the Mobine. in Movin, we have the Carmodies, of course. A few years ago, uh, re- re- relation uh, Sony Carmody passed away. Sony and Maura Carmody from Movin, and uh, we have uh, their, their uh, children, the, the grown up, of course. And and we are every every time we go to Kiki, we, we go to Movin for for a little chat or or, or have something to to drink. Yes, of course. It's a, it's a beautiful place. If you have a chance to go to the cliffs of Movin, they're beautiful. Absolutely.
0: Well, Diego, we're going to have to wrap it up. We're running out of time. But you did mention music as being something that's very much in the family. And if I'm not mistaken, you may have a little piece of music to share with us.
1: Yes, of course. Um, of course, uh, there is um, um we, we we used to sing and dance and, and play music a lot at home. And I can sing you a song that has to do with an Irish that went to Argentina. And it goes this way. Now I'll sing you a song, powerful padding From the county with me, by the way so it's fifty long years since he landed for his fortune to seek so the same From the county was missing no your paddy came here all alone. Now he lives like a king in his castle, in a sweet little home of his own. Shearing sheep portum dug him he started, then on third of his own he went on. Sure, he soon would have found the estancia, but he didn't stay there very long. Then he galloped through all the partidos on his party and tall galazán, and the gauchos did call him the gringo, till he challenged their very best men. Oh, trust then that they all gathered round him both gauchos and gringos galore, till a hand and a foot he gave them, and he stretched them flat out on the floor. At Roma the potros were marking, any work no matter but kind, at a sharing or keeping or parting, there was no one who could leave him behind. There was never a wedding or christening, but our Paddy was sure to be there. He would dance all delight to the morning, just as nimble and light as a hare. Father Paddy told Pat to get married to a girl from the town of Aklon. Oh, my beautiful Mary McCarthy! sure she made him a bright, happy home. Many changes and turns on his fortune has near Paddy experienced since then. But his faith in the great God above him led him straight in his dealings with men. He is happy and strong and light hearted and delighted his friends for to see. Oh, the blessing of God on your Paddy! May you live till the hundred and three. From the county in all Ireland, dear Paddy came here all alone. Now he lives like a king in his castle, in a sweet little home
0: of his own. That's it. Fantastic. Diego, Comedy Captain, thank you very much indeed. It has been a real honour and a pleasure talking with you.
1: All the very best, Austin, precious, all mine.